previously on Understanding a Man. No, I just wanted him to clarify. In oh, he clarified. He was saying weaker, but I still, because, you know, that that may not still be all the way true, because I know a woman who can lift over 200 and something pounds and who can lift more than men in the gym. So you may need to Ms. rethink women as but a Ms. best. Miss Keeley. Miss Keeley. Yes. Miss Keeley. Mr. The James. Ex- the exception to the rule doesn't change the rule. So there, just because there's one woman that can lift more than a lot of the men you know does not mean that in general the woman is noted as the weaker vessel. Physically, right? That's that's what I'm saying. We, okay, we're physically. talking about phys- We're talking about physically. Now, if now now I'm a now I'm gonna say something that's gonna make you madder than what I, than before. <laughs> Be- and now for part three of what is love. Let's keep going with the, with the with the with the concept. Elon, what's your next question? No, no, no. Hey, you know what? As we're leading into this is episode three. Oh my god! <laughs> you know who I love is Erica. Erica's like. Ooh. <laughs> Well, <laughs> uh, this is the Understanding a Man podcast. We have uh, three amazing individuals along with my uh, awesome co-host, Mr. Charles. <laughs> um, so with us, we have uh, Mr. Barry Case, uh, Ms. Erica Weatherly, and Ms. Keisha Keeley. It's about to turn it all the way up real quick. Uh, first episode, we were kind of just talking about some things in the, in the in the single realm. And those of you who didn't get a chance, please go back and listen. Um, and so in the last episode, we were kind of talking about toxic masculinity versus toxic, toxic femininity, right? And so uh, towards the end, it kind of bled over. And I have a question to ask Mr. Case of, uh, of something, but before I go there, all right, we have, um, you know, wh- where you were going with that, uh, Ms. Keeley, I- I'm going to hand the floor back to you because you were, you were going somewhere just now. Hey, you got your pen. You got your pen and paper, girl. You got your pen and paper. So <laughs> it didn't get real. I just, no, I just wanted him to clarify what he meant by uh, women as the weaker vessel. That's all. And then there was something else that he said, but I can't quite remember, and I didn't write it down because I was stuck on the weaker vessel part. But I have my pen, so I can, so I can remember next time but that's all I want I just want him to clarify what he meant as women as the weaker vessel because um I do not agree with 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 that um <laughs> I will agree that physically yes we we can be the weaker vessel physically I know I'm not out here lifting 150 pounds um and I'm cool with that but um I, that's all I just want him to clarify what he meant by that we good so we good. So, so being a weaker vessel doesn't mean weak. Absolutely there not. Strength, there is strength in in the weaker vessel. There is strength in bringing the feminine power into the relationship to balance out the masculine power. Um, mm-hmm. Me, as I consider myself a strong woman, I know for me, when I am ready to be in a relationship again. I would need to be approached by somebody who I would recognize as being stronger than me. It doesn't mean that I have to be become weaker in order for him to become to be strong. But I do expect to have someone in my life that is stronger than me to be that leader. 
Um, and, and Mr. Sir Charles, uh, as as you're, because that is a phrase that's brought up, and I, I want to just have a, a educated conversation about this. Of, of whereas you know the woman being the weaker vessel, can you can you expand upon that exactly what you meant? So because a, a lot of times that can be taken in a misogynistic uh, manner, and right. so um, you know what did you mean when you said that? Women women want somebody who's better than them. They want to be led by somebody who's better. Not in the sense of that they're that they he's better than her from the standpoint of she's under him. But if you want somebody to lead you, are they better than you in certain areas? So yes or no. So I, I will challenge that. <laughs> no, but what here so, but here's what, I couldn't even react. I couldn't even react just that. I couldn't even react. It got quiet away. I was like, oh okay. based on what based on what I just said, I one of one of I know my needs and probably many women would like someone in the space of providing security, providing protection. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. But not but I'm not gonna be able to agree with you on being better than me in all areas, there's going to be some kind of balance that we have to create together right. as a couple. Nobody's going to be better than anybody in all areas. But what I'm talking about is in the cases of what you want in a leader, you want somebody better than you. You can't get past, you can't get past natural selection. You can't get past the way that you were created. If you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, Miss Erica, if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, you've got all type of degrees. You have your own house, right? Mm -hmm. Two men, the same in the way that they treated you, in the way that they operated, right? And one made five hundred thousand dollars a year, and one made twenty-five. Naturally generally who are you going to be more inclined to want to get to know okay can you run that back does it mean, does it mean yeah. okay. uh, no, what, I'm, what i'm saying is yeah no no, no charles, charles, is, charles, charles, charles you got to run it back for like 20 seconds because you're uh i think you're um you guys heard the same thing yeah. uh, the internet faded out did so get, you were making, cut out yeah, you made a great point. So go back thirty seconds to the five hundred thousand and all that. What did I? Um, what was the last? Okay, so, so what I'm saying is, in the area of being a leader, there are certain things that women require. You want somebody who's strong. You want a man who's intelligent. I'm not saying more intelligent than you, but am I qualified to lead you? If there are not very important aspects of me as a man that you can look up to. You don't follow people that you don't look up to. None of us do. We follow people that we respect and, that, and, and we follow people that we know this person can teach me a lot of things wants to do and he cares about what I'm talking about because and, and what we got what we get wrong in our culture 
is we try, men and women are equal in being, but in the marital relationship, men and women are not equal in function. Mm -hmm. If you've got a leader, you've got somebody who's going to follow. In our culture, women don't want to follow. They want to be in a situation where they have the choice to run the show. And that's why in certain situations, relationships and marriages are not successful. Because you can only have one. Mm. What up? What up? What'd you say? I mean, what what kind of woman you're dealing with is the is the classic uh, question of a woman who doesn't have a, a response to what's being said. What I'm saying oh, is, oh, I have a response. What I'm, what I'm what I'm saying is, you want somebody? Do you want? Do you want to? Do you want to be in a relationship with a leader? Is the man supposed to lead, Kendra? Kendra? Um, yes and no. Okay. Yes. Um, then you said what, Erica? I said yes, which is why I'm divorced now. <laughs> well, yes and no. Um, oh, no, I, I, no, no, but I love that question. That probably could be the topic of this segment. It, like, do you want the man to lead? Because she just said, uh, Erica said yes, and that's why she's not mad. And then, Keidra, you're saying yes and no. We're confused right now. I don't understand. Yeah, so so here, here's the thing, right? Um, I don't want to do everything. I don't I don't want to be in line following behind somebody, okay? So you know, I guess we need to define uh, what leading means because, you know the way that you're using it. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to follow uh, behind the man. Okay, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> like, he just ran right into that keyser. Oh. Right, Charles. Like you, you don't what? want to follow. You said what, Barry? I mean, that's that's Charles' sentiment. He's like, women don't want to follow. No, but you're right. I don't want to follow. That does not mean that you cannot be the the head of my household. But no, 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 you're right. I, I, you, okay, here's the thing I, I think that there are some areas. If I were, if I, the person that I get with or who, who I hopefully marry, there would be some areas in which I am stronger, and there would be some areas in which he is stronger. Absolutely. We bring those areas, absolutely. So no, I'm not going to always be following because I may be stronger in finances and he may be stronger in another area. So I would hope that we would 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 work together instead of, you know, me leading him or him leading me. Like let's work together on this. Well, I think you the the misconception is when you hear the term leading, it's mm -hmm. void of collaborative efforts. Like yep. it is, it is yep. a collective yep. leadership, um, but there's ultimately one individual that's accountable for this whole thing. And I would like to believe that that's the man. That doesn't mean you Absolutely. follow the duckling. That means that, yes, but, as, but as an as an effect as an effective leader, I understand that we have to complement one another. I understand that I need to check ego and be like, oh, let me defer to my wife in certain arenas and certain areas. But as a whole, I mean, just like any organization, the CEO does not, is not an expert in all these different departments. 
Exactly. They defer and look for counsel from a numerous amount of people. So within the marriage that exists. So I think what happens is you're hearing, okay, leadership, you're following me like a little duckling. Uh, you have no say. So no, this is a collective collaborative effort and we're positioning one. And as a leader, I've, I'm positioning us in our areas of expertise. I'm like, Hey baby, I defer to you in that area. She's like, Hey baby, I defer to you in this area. But when this, when it, when it all boils down, when those tough decisions have to be made, I mean, although I'm deferring to my wife, I'm still having to be the one that's accountable for, cause she could have, that's her area. And sometimes she's wrong in her area. Sometimes I'm wrong in my area, but somebody has to be accountable for this whole institution. Like see, literally. And I, 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 I want to go into the, to the point of, I, I want to coin the phrase, pick a struggle. Right. Okay. And, and so the reason why I want to say that, I want to give to a point of about a week or two ago, I put up a post and I was talking about, you know, um, <clears throat> how sometimes, you know, some women might use sexual energy to, uh, you know, guide their husbands in certain manners or whatever the case would be, and that he has to earn, you know, having sex with his wife. Right. You're now married. Right. His body's yours. Your body's his. Right. And so I had a single woman call me. Just real talk. And she was just like, um, I don't, I don't know why you said that, you know, that I'm obligated or that, um, that I'm supposed to, you know, um, you know, have sex with him or whatever case would be. And I was just like, you're, you're married. So in this space, it's a little bit different from an obligation from a responsibility perspective versus if you were unmarried, right? So just like you don't want me to holler at somebody else when I'm walking down the street, when I got that ring on my finger. Um, I expect that, you know, hey, give or take a couple of things when I come home. Hey, this is mine, so I'm coming to get it. And she was like, you know, I don't, I don't think this is right. The man should feel like he's obligated to get this. And I was just like, really? But if, what if I don't feel obligated to paying the mortgage? Okay. What if I don't feel obligated to, you know, doing certain aspects of, of you know, whatever that you want, uh, whatever that you see as your non-negotiables or whatever the case would be. So it's just that this is that moment where there just seems like there's just so much ambiguity that wraps around some women uh, to whereas, you know, their roles. But whereas when it comes to a man, a lot of times there is a role, like Erica said about the security, right? That's like Roman numeral one for women, security whether security is money, whether it's protecting me if a robber comes in the house. And I always like to use that phrase that, you know, Erica, me and you, we married, we're chilling in the bed, and three o'clock this morning, okay, uh, 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 the glass breaks downstairs, okay, it sounds like a robber's in the house. Who going downstairs? Right. Miss strong, independent woman <laughs> that can do what I do. Right. Are you going downstairs? No. <laughs> the answer is no. Now you're in your role. Now yeah. it's, well, I'm the woman. Okay, well, you're you got to right. look at both sides of the equation, right? right. You know, uh, the car's coming, and I can protect you, or I can say, you got it, dog, jump. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Your leg's just as strong as mine. Come on. So it's like, and so the only that only reason why I'm going, I, you know, I'm not coming at you, Keisha, but it's just more of when you would do some of the, I think, is it a wording thing or whatever? Because at the end of the day, like, you know, if, if you're, it's almost as if so, 
some of your peers need to pick a struggle. Which one do you want? You want us to lead? Because if we're going to lead, sometimes we're going to control. Find me a CEO that doesn't control. Find me a pastor that doesn't control. Find me a, find me a teacher in a classroom that does not control. Right. So, you know, at the end of the day, there's got to be, there is going to be a level of control if I'm leading, which means that you have to follow, which means that sometimes you got to, which means sometimes I have to interact with you from a communication perspective as well. So you got to, you got to take the good with the bad there. But does that not work both ways though? I just said that as a lead, I just said that in a collaborative effort as a leader, you know, the law of respect by John Maxwell, you know, the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. One of the laws is the law of respect. And, and so one of those means that you might be the leader, but, but man number four might have more respect than, than you do. So you have to learn how to lead through that person so that the rest of your people can follow. So that's a good leader, right? So at the end of the day, you know, a, a woman in a household, in my opinion, is the strongest force, period, even though the structure might be man, woman, child, right? So, but I know that you really run this thing, baby, right? When instead of you saying, I bring the table to the table and I could say the same thing that you can say, well, which one do you want? Because three o'clock in the morning, I don't feel like going downstairs. Go ahead and bring your table to the table then. Right. No, I, I can't. So how how Barry Barry broke it down in a way that I could get with. You know what I'm saying? And, and in a collaborative effort, and that's all I want. Because what I what the the main thing that I do not want, and that I am very very afraid of um, in relationships and marriages, is feeling controlled because you are the leader. You know, and and I, I don't I don't want to be controlled. I don't need to be controlled. Let let let, let me be clear, uh, Kedra. Although um, you agree with me, there is an element that exists in this collaborative effort. There are moments where I do have to take a stance of like I got this, and I'm I am controlling. So that's not the sum. That's not the culture that's in my home. But there are moments where I'm like yo, the ish is going down and I need to grab the reins and be like, all right, let me steer this. Let me see. It doesn't mean it's absent of her input. It doesn't mean it's absent of her expertise, but I'm literally like, yo, you know, the, the example that Elam's given, I have to go downstairs and, and handle this. I got literally like, all right, our family is going in a direction. I can sense it spiritually. We can see it financially, some things, there has to be a shift that has to take place. And as a leader, and I'm like, all right, man, again, not absent of her influence or input. However, it's like, yo, it's like almost taking over a basketball game. Like, yo, we down, like, hey, man, give me the rock. I got, let me do what I need to do to get us back in this game. And so we can get this W. So I just, I just need, I needed to share that with you because I need you to understand, even in that collaborative spirit and culture, that's created, there are moments where, and it's even almost at times, especially in earlier times, it would actually be offensive to Melissa because maybe I lack tact. Maybe I didn't have the decorum. It's like, yo, I, I got to handle it and I, and I just came across wrong. But now as, as I'm older and wiser, I'm like in those moments, I know how to articulate it better. And then she's also grown understanding like, hey, I need to defer to him 
hey man, take the ball, take the rock and run with it. Like I, I got it. Do your thing, Barry. And I'm like, we've grown to that. We've matured and and developed to that. But that does exist in this in the in the leadership. No, and I, and I can get with that, Barry. That sounds good to me. You know, but I, as a single woman, what uh, what Char- the things that the way that Charles was saying it, you know, that she wants a man that's better than her. I don't want a man who thinks that he's better than me. You know what I'm saying? Because number one, do you then do you feel like you're settling because I'm not as good as you? You know what I'm saying? And so it was just it was it was it was all of his delivery, which Charles, you are not the first man that I have heard use you know, describe things that way. And it's, it, it, you know, as again, as a single woman, I would be like, oh, mm-mm. I'm straight but on that. You have to think about something. I do, good, I do good. I do good as with me, myself and I, I'm, sh- I'm sure I can be better with a partner, but if, if, if my partner is, is, is feeling like he's better than me or that he, you know, is I, I don't know. It was just the whole. Your but whole, you have to, you have to, a, you have to. It's about when you when you hear something that somebody says. Oftentimes, we hear things through our own through our own pain and through our own frustration. Because I did not say about a man thinking he's better than you. you I said no. Did. I did not. I said a woman choose wants a man who's better than her. So that means from your perspective, as the person who's going to follow that man, you say there are some concepts, there, there are some things about this man that I want to, I want to, I want to get, I want to get next to, I want to be with him. And I'm okay because you, you use this phrase. You said, I want somebody to be the head of the household. Now, going back to what Elam said, you can't have both ways. You can't say I want somebody to be head of the household, but then also get really uncomfortable. Now, and I understand that that's rooted in that's rooted in whatever you whatever you've experienced because you've you've expressed on this podcast that that like if you don't feel safe, you're not listening. Like if you don't if you don't feel like you can trust that person, which I understand all of those things. Mm-hmm. But what I did not say, I did not say a man who thinks he's better than you. I said a, a woman wants a, a man that she she knows she knows is better than her in the way of her being able to follow him as a leader. I'm not why do why did people want to follow Michael Jordan? Was it because he was the best player on the basketball court? Mm-hmm. Why do people want to follow Tom Brady? Because he's the best. Why do people want to follow Martin Luther King? Why do people want to follow anybody who's an excellent leader? Because there are I, aspects in them. There are aspects in them. And we and, and 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 I'm telling you, third wave feminism has screwed up a lot of stuff. Because it's got it's got women in a in a catch twenty-two. Because either either you either you gonna either you wanna be the dude mm-hmm. or you wanna be the woman. Can you break that down? What's third wave feminism? What is that? This hatred of the leadership of men. Ooh, wow. Because that's that's what it is when it really, really comes down to it. Ooh. That whole thing of you 
not gonna tell me what to do. <laughs> I think that men have a. I think I. I think two things. Um, I don't. I don't. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, Keisha. Before you, before you say this, real quick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just want Charles to break down what is that third wave feminine. You know, what what did you mean? Complete is that is that a complete definition that you had there, sir? Because uh -oh. here, the difference between it, when you look at <laughs> organic feminism, is healthy. Women wanting to be, women, women want to be paid for being able to do the same job that, that a man is doing. To be able to get that same respect, to be able to have all of the same opportunities. Now, now that's, that's genuine, raw, organic feminism. What we have today is the hatred of men. That's why you can look, and the hatred of a man leading. That's why you can look up on the internet, uh, Eva, and find toxic masculinity, but nothing about a woman from toxic femininity. Ooh. It's an all-out attack on men. Ooh. It's an attack on men to say, look, you guys have been in the driver's seat for a long time, which I understand that. But you being in the driver's seat doesn't mean now I have to sit on the side of the street while you drive. That's a whole totally different thing. And, I, and, and, and when it comes to the, like, when it comes to the area of leadership, we don't like that word when it comes, when, when a woman doesn't like that word when she hears it coming out of a man's mouth. Because, the, because it, we, we live in a culture where you men have to shut up and let, and, let, and let women run roughshod in every situation and do whatever they want to do. And that's not, and, and, what, and when I'm, and when I'm talking about the concept of being a leader, I'm not talking about controlling you. I'm saying I have the re I'm responsible for you, and responsible for you is a whole different kind of conversation. Charles, with with black women, and I don't I haven't read this anywhere, but I'm making an assumption, like in terms of the research on it, with black women probably making up majority of the uh, members within churches, like black women attend church Absolutely. at a higher rate than, than black men. Can we agree on that? Yes, they do. Okay. So if that be the case, how is it that they don't want leadership? If they're exactly. submitting themselves to exactly, you know what I'm saying? Like to me, that would seem like that's a demonstration of like, I do want to hear from somebody. I do want to be fed and I do want to be led to some degree. So when you say women do not want that, I'm like, well, wouldn't their, you know, the fact that they attend church at such a higher I'm rate. I'm talking about, I'm talking about from a cultural standpoint. So that's, okay. it's a very, very general statement from the, okay. standpoint, uh, from the standpoint of in our culture that they don't want to be led. In, they, in, when you're talking about in Christendom, but not all women go to church. I'm and then, then if you're talking about black women in particular, now you're talking about Christian African-American women, which is a whole totally different concept and a whole totally different because Christian women are going to go by a totally, they're, they're going to try to follow as much of the teachings of the Bible as, as possible. And if you're following the teachings of the Bible and you're a Christian, you're going to actually submit to the concept of submission anyway. So you're talking about belief systems now mm. and belief systems are totally different 
from a Christian standpoint from the culture. Okay. Tidra. <laughs> you about to explode. So. This is fun. Go ahead. This is really fun. Okay, so the first thing, I, I have my notes, okay, because I wouldn't forget. The first thing is... Wait, did y'all see that piece of paper? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, the first thing, because he said a lot, and I didn't want to forget. The first thing, going back a few minutes to something you said, um, me personally, I don't necessarily want to follow... A Man, uh, it's breaking up, Tedra. Ah, uh, the devil's busy. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 look! It froze. You weren't saying nothing, Keisha. That's why it's <laughs> no, Keisha. Uh, when you come back, we love you. Um, this is actually pretty. Well. I think we might have to have a part four, y'all. I don't know because with it. She froze all together. Look at her. In the, the, hold on. Somebody get a screenshot of that. Uh, she there went she out. Oh, there she <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> I necessarily want to follow a man who I think is better than me. Um, because even that just, like, raises some self-esteem issues for me, you know, what then what do I think of myself if I think this man is better than me so I, I would rather align myself with somebody who has qualities that I can grow from and that I can um learn from that's the, that's that's my first point my second point is this right as as far as the whole um uh the hatred of men leading well number one um Feminism, okay, historically, our culture has not had a problem with men leading, okay? Mm -hmm. Let me finish. I'll let you finish, but go ahead. No, 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 no. The black family structure, okay? The black family structure, the man has led and women allowed him to feminism is a feminism is a white woman struggle that the black community has taken on that was not always our problem well let's say this Gidra. like our our culture is rooted in a very traumatic uh one which is from slavery man so systemically man we were actually pulled out of the home so being in a place of like having a history of leading isn't really where we come from man so even it from is, though. maybe from like our our roots but here in the america man being pulled and separated from your families um government assistance taking men and different systemic racism now i'm not trying to get all into that but it applies to our like culture and how black men have not been um empowered to lead their family so we have not been empowered and have not been necessarily equipped. Not excusing, not justifying, but it is a legit reason why Black men have not necessarily been in the home leading at the rates of some other cultures. 
but the point of feminism like you can you can survey 10 men right now and probably seven out of the ten and be like well my dad wasn't home so he hadn't even seen leadership they hadn't even seen and if a dad was there effective leadership so i'm kind of disagreeing on that whole we had history of leadership and women really understanding i think what you're making reference to is back in the days when, when women were just home kind of like the no that's not what i'm making reference okay, to okay well go ahead no. So, so basically, I was I was speaking to the point of feminism, right? Okay. And I don't think that feminism is is a part or is a problem and was a problem in our culture. Feminism, from how I view feminism and my studies on feminism, womanism, and all of that, uh, feminism was a started as a white woman's struggle and it still does not include uh black women when you get to the core of it okay so the the fact that there's a hatred of men leading um i don't necessarily think that there is a hatred of men leading for us in our culture i think that men have just been irresponsible responsible with the leadership role in addition to what and okay let me say this we're not even talking about the the issue that barry just brought up about how men have been pulled from the households i think that men have been irresponsible with the position of leading and therefore it makes a woman um not as 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 a willing to want to be quote unquote led by a man because that position has just been is men have so to bring their trust good. back right. we haven't done a good job according no no well let, let me jump in here really quickly and i i, I think we're going to definitely have to go into like a part part four and five on this <laughs> But I want to throw this out here really quickly because I saw when Charles made a certain, said a certain word um, and I keep your, your, your face kind of, and if you go back to the YouTube, you can kind of look at it or whatever, but not just to jump on you for a second. I'm going to say over the course of the past 20 years, when I go to weddings and you hear the vows Submission. and you hear, and so when you hear the, 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 um, the vows on the woman's side, and when that word submission comes through, you always hear in the audience, hmm. <laughs> so so that we're laughing, but that goes to Charles's point where it's actually a hate because submission is looked upon as weakness no differently than, than Barry and Charles and I were taught, don't act like a girl. Right. Don't cry like a girl. Right. You know, play with the boys. Right. You know, be one of the boys. So the, 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 the femininity has been looked upon as a weakness. So it's been taught as a weakness, even to, you know, women are just like, yo, that's one of my, what do women say? That's one of my boys. That's one of my dogs. And they're just talking about sometimes they're girls. Right. So it's like being a woman is weaker. Right. So the, the, the levels of, and, and if women could just sometimes understand, I'm just going to go ahead and say this, that submission is actually a strength and only your grandmama understood that. 
That's the reason why I've never heard my mother. I've never heard my mother say I'm a strong black woman. Never. Never heard any auntie say that. Never. Right. That's more of a modern day, just like you were just saying the whole feminism piece. Right. The social norms that have brought the word submission as if you're subservient and under my feet and barefoot and pregnant. No, you're actually the strength of the entire home. And you actually see other women cast judgment on other women who they uh, perceive to be submissive and weak. So nah, I get it, man. That's a good point. Yeah, it's, 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 and I just want to bring that in because when he's saying like the hate of it, no, we don't know that you don't directly hate us, but the there's more. It's no differently than people saying fat versus plus size. They don't want to hear the word fat, but plus size sounds better, right? It's like there's these semantics that exist in certain things that exist out here. So whereas we just want to kind of you know mold and shape it, but what does the Bible say? The Bible doesn't care about semantics. It just says, this is what it is, right? Yes, I'm supposed to love you as Christ loved the church. Okay, you're supposed to submit yourself. So really, the direction is really more for the other person to work on what the other person is stronger in. Men are stronger in respect, right? So the submission is, is, is something that, okay, we, we're, we're inherently walking with, and so there's a teaching that has to come here. Guess what? We have to love you as Christ loved the church. There's a weakness that we have in understanding how to love, right? But guess what? You're built in love, right? That's why that book, Men, Men Want Respect and Women Need Love, right? So yeah, I, 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 I see where you're going, but unfortunately, the semantics and the social norms does make it look like in a situation to whereas there is a hate on the strength that men have, but then we have to have a love on the strength that you have. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, it makes it makes a little bit of sense. Um, a little Barry, bit. <laughs> Barry and it was actually on our podcast where Barry and Erica helped me reconcile with the word submission because you know I was like. Uh, uh, doing all of that you know um i grew up my father's a pastor and i grew up in church okay so church kind of shapes um for me church shaped my view and definition of submission and i just was not for it barry and erica actually helped me with that on our podcast when we talked about because we had a show about submission and how 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 they broke it down was that a man and and barry said this and i think about this all the time i was actually thinking about this earlier today barry a man has to have a vision for where he wants to take um his family um what he wants them to do where he want to take them whatever a man has to have a vision and so submission, the woman's role in that is, um, number one, are you on board with this vision? Is this a vision that, that, that you can, can buy into or that you can be a part of? 
and and then it is the man's responsibility to execute that vision and then i don't know if you guys ever heard of miles monroe um but he also talked about that talking about a man um needs to have a vision as well and so that is what actually helped me um that whole conversation is what helped me to reconcile with the word uh, submission and not necessarily feel like I was less than in a relationship or in a marriage um, because um, I'm submitting, you know, or, and then to, um, you know, I, I also, well, yeah. So they helped me deal with that, <laughs> you know. Problem with I don't want to feel and I don't want to feel and I don't want to be made to feel inferior to my man or my husband simply because I am a woman. And there have been times understandable. And, and I'll be honest with you, you know, that hasn't just happened in my relationships. That has happened within my family structure, you know. And so that is where my fear comes from going into a relationship because it's like, well, is this how men feel like they're supposed to control me or that I'm, 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 I'm less than, or that they're better than me. Like that is a real legit fear of mine when it comes to dealing with men, the word submission, the word lead and all of that stuff is like, no, nah, you know, you're not, you're, I've, I, you're, you, that, no. So, but Kendra, and in my opinion, and just humbly, you're almost kind of validating what Charles said earlier. You're just breaking it down of why you feel like that. And that makes sense. But he made the statement, the blanket statement, and you're validating why that is. There's a reason why you feel that. And I think that some of it is social norms. Some of it might be the way some people grew up or whatever. But when I say, you know what, uh, Keisha, you're supposed to submit to me. And guess what? I might be out here fumbling and bumbling. We're trying to get my life right, right? But your role is still over here to, you know, exist inside of this space. Just like my role over here is to exist inside of this space. And you can't wait till I'm at 100 before you be at 100. You got to go be a, at 100 in your area, right? Whether it's submission, whether it's, you know, you know whatever, household-wise, whether it's, you know, whatever, however you're walking in your purpose in these streets, whatever that is. And I think that sometimes there is a, a play that some women might happen to do of just saying, okay, well, you're not completely submitted to God, so I'm not going to completely submit to you. No, that's... That can't be the case. And yeah. then there's also, I'm, I'm up, oh, Charles. Uh, Go ahead. I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just felt like I, I owed uh, uh, Miss Keeley an apology from the standpoint of I didn't, I wasn't uh, trying to come off misogynistic. And if I did, I, I apologize. That wasn't, that wasn't my heart. And also I, I, I honor and value the woman so much that I want to elevate myself to where I'm worthy of being responsible to care for her. I want to be worthy of responsibility to take care of the bills. I want to be worthy of the responsibility to, uh, to be able to lead in a way that because if, if she's more, if she's better at balancing a checkbook, then that's the area that I need her to take the lead in. If she's if she's if she's better 
at at choosing avocados, avocados in the in the grocery store. I need her to do that. If she's do it, whatever she's better than me in, God has brought her into my life strategically as a helper to help me where I'm off. But it doesn't take away the responsibility. There's there's a difference between I'm leading you and I'm leading out of arrogance. I'm leading out of pride. I'm leading out of that old school slave, broken Bible, uh, um, unloving, do what I say because I'm a man, which is absolutely wrong. And then there's a, there's a total difference between, I have a, there's a total difference between when God knocks at the door for mm-hmm. accountability, for checks and balances, he's not asking for you. He's no. going to ask for your husband. Ooh. Because he made him, he, and, and, and this is where women have to, have to be okay with this. God, in his, in his infinite wisdom, designated the man to be the leader. So that means, so, so when, when you look at designation, if you had a son and he invited friends over to his house and you told him, son, take out the trash. Your son said, okay, yeah, I'll take out the trash. But then 30 minutes later, you see his friend dragging y'all trash down to the end of the road. You're not going to be upset because the trash was taken out, because the trash was taken out. You're going to be upset because the person that I designated to do it did not do it. And that's what we have to look at even when you look at Adam and Eve. Adam, when, when, when everything hit the fan, Eve ate the fruit, nothing happened. But when Adam ate it, mm. everything hit the fan. And mm. who did God call for in the, in the, in the, in the garden? He did not say, he did not say, Adam and Eve, where are you? No, he didn't even say that. He said, Adam, he where are you? And so when we look at the area of leadership, Let's take a different, let's take a different look at it. We have to look at it from the area of responsibility. I'm responsible. When it all hit the fan, I'm responsible. Right. And you can't, and we, what we can't do is we can't let bad Bible and we can't, and, and I admit, and Elam, Elam and Barry noticed about me, I'm just, I'm just verbally aggressive. And so my, my good can be evilly spoken of because I'll say, I'll say something that I mean in a certain heart, but it comes off real, real feisty. And so for that, I apologize because I don't want to shed any negative light on my concept of leadership. I believe in leading gent- in, in a gentle way. I believe in allowing, I, I believe in, in creating such an environment in the home that that woman can thrive in whatever God told her to do. Right. Whether it's to be a five, Fortune 500 com- company uh, executive and CEO, or whether she chooses to do an even harder job, which is stay at home with our children. Whatever she chooses to do, I'm going to create an environment for her that she can succeed at the highest level. And that's Ephesians 5. And what we do is when we go in, when we go in the scripture and we look at Ephesians 5, 21, all the way down to, the, to the, maybe the 25th verse, we look at it and we hear, submit ye one to another. 
but they have different, totally different qualifications on what submission is. Right. The man's submission to the woman is love you like Christ loved the church, be willing to die for you, be willing to give his life for you. To be to be so to to have such a strong relationship with the Lord where he can wash you with the scriptures. He can tell you what 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 God is saying and he can and he can cover you and protect you and make sure that you grow into a fruitful vine. This is Ephesians 5. This is not my this is not my uh this is not my opinion. Also, when you look at Ephesians 5, what does it say? That that we we heard in church God is coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle, which is absolutely false. The scripture says, and he will present unto himself a church, a glorious church without spot or wrinkle, which means you want to find a man who's mature enough and loving enough and kind enough and gentle enough and spiritually mature enough to say, hey, it's some trust issues that you have. And I'm going to walk with you through every aspect until we iron that out of your character. That's and right. I'm gonna, and I'm going to earn and I'm going to earn I'm, I'm going to earn your trust by creating a place that's safe. Those blemishes, I, the, the blemishes are removed by a loving man that says you have the space here to be angry. You have the space here to uh um to uh uh to to really express yourself i'm not caging you i'm not bucking you scream and you and you have an attitude with me i'm not going anywhere that's the submission of the man and when a woman finds a man that loves her like christ loves the church she's willing to do whatever he says and that's leadership. Bless. Here's the thing. I know you don't like that. I know you. I know you don't like that face. <laughs> you with Bible. Yeah, we gotta go and shut this down, Charles. You go and you listen. You go. You kill it on Whatever he says, but you know, for the most part. <laughs> no, listen, listen, listen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Because, because now we gotta go back to Ephesians five. <laughs> what does Ephesians five say, Keely? Because I know I, you've read it. I have. It I says, it says, wives, submit yourselves to your husbands in mm. what? Mm. Everything. Ooh. And husbands Ooh. love your wives like Christ loved the church. Ooh. So here's the thing. I'm not telling you to follow an idiot in whatever he tells you to do. What right. I'm telling you is follow follow the characteristics of somebody Christ. who is worthy of that submission <clears throat> in everything but here's the thing here's the thing miss keely here's the thing Barry, I'm this is the last thing it. i'm gonna Barry, say Barry, i'm this trying to bring erica i'm keely, trying to bring it together last, this is the last thing i'm gonna say Ms. Keely, is if you don't know the characteristics of christ and you don't know the scriptures you're not able to yet judge if some if somebody's worthy of something or not so when you know what when you know when you know the heart of Jesus Christ, you know his teachings, and you know what the character of Christ is, then you'll be able to adequately say if you're going to follow it or not, because you could be in your own way with your own uh, religious biases and with your your own cultural biases because of pain. 
and because of, of, of wrong Bible teaching. Because women are not under the feet of men in any way. Amen. It Not was real. a woman. It was a woman that carried the word in her for nine months. It was a woman that was the first one to say he's risen. It was a woman that raised Jesus when Joseph died. It was a woman that was at the cross crying for him and stood there strong as he died a brutal and terrible death. So, so women aren't women aren't second. And I and I apologize if I if I came off in any way that no, said that 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 women are. And I know and, and 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 I was a little bit I was a little bit aggressive and I and I should have and I no, have stand that, no, no, stand for what you said there, Charles. Don't, 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 don't no, back no, down no, now, Charles. No, what I'm, you know what I'm saying, saying is, no, don't back down, man. I said, I said, I, I said what I said. I said what I said. I should have just said what I said with a little bit more with a little bit more tact. And and for that for that I you know. I apologize. Let me tell you something. I have sat here and conversation. I have watched the um she started off in a an amazing, beautiful sense and glow, and then I watched it kind of dim down. And then she just like in the past five minutes, Charles, the sheep <laughs> and the this the oil of Olay just kind of just branched out. <laughs> right. Barry, am I lying? Like he just is like she was like, oh okay, I'm cool with you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when he started preaching. But hold on, think about this, Miss Keeley. Think about this, Miss Keeley. Let me ask you this question. If the man is supposed to be a picture of Christ. And the woman is a picture of the church. And you know this according to Ephesians 5. Is Christ. Never mind, I'm not gonna say that. Man, we don't gonna get up out of here right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why you gonna do that? Why you gonna do that? Listen, listen, listen. I'm not gonna I, say it. I gotta I gotta reel it in because listen, we'll go. We 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 want we first of all, uh Charles. What do you think, man? We had these amazing individuals on tonight. Um, Barry Case, Erica Worthy, Keezy Keeley, thank you so, so, so much. Um, I know I know, we're going to get a ton of feedback on this, so we're going to have to have, like, this. And you guys are actually the start of season three, so we probably just have to have this whole season maybe just with y'all, you know? Um, on, on, you know, just, just talking about just, you know, what's love or whatever case would be. And I, I want to thank you guys so much for just joining us. Um, and I wanted, if you, each one of you can give maybe your elevator version real quick and, um, you know, we'll just go ahead and just bow out and uh, just, you know, we'll kind of go from there. So anybody want to jump in? Where can we find you? Website, services. Go ahead and let us know who you are, where, where so, we can find you. Again, Barry Case Jr., man. Uh, podcast is Barry Case Convo uh, on Facebook, on IG, Barry Case Jr. Just really dope dialogue, man. Really understanding that the uh, the quality of the relationship is the equals the quality of the conversation. So that is our whole premise. Like the quality of the relationship equals the quality of the conversation. So really having deep and rich conversations that are going to inspire, educate, and build. So that's 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 me. Cool, man. 
Erica Worthily. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I provide mental health education and counseling. I can be contacted um, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and my website is Erica N is in Nicole Worthily.com. And the West Love Podcast uh, can be found on YouTube and on Facebook, What's Love Podcast. And then me personally, I am a personal chef and a natural wellness practitioner. So you can find me on Keedra's Kitchen on Instagram and Facebook. And I have to help you get your, your energy and your vibrations together through food. So they can be worthy to, to be followed. Worthy to be aligned with, but not follow. We can we can align ourselves with greatness. I'm just glad you're good. Following. Listen, all we gonna have to do like a part five and six, Charles. You know what, Charles? Since you want to leave folks on a cliffhanger, (laughs) you know you was going somewhere with it, but uh, let them know where they can find you, sir. Yeah, this is Charles James, uh, preacher, singer, writer, and uh, um, I believe in the, the the truth of God's word. And on Facebook, I'm Charles James, and on Instagram, I am at underscore Charles E N Charge Charles in Charge. Uh, this was fun. Kedra, that was Charles. Kedra, that was Charles in charge. Okay, that's his. That's his. That's his. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was out there from the beginning, like. You do what I had to do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you really a preacher, Charles? I am. I went to seminary. I am. I went to seminary. Souls, cause we still alive. They they tried no, to make then, me appreciate then, then you are then you, then you should have then you really should have understood everything in. that I was saying as far yeah. as refusing spot because you know a love connection between Charles and Steve. Thank you all so much for joining us. This could be the beginning. This could be the beginning of something beautiful. Follow us on Facebook, uh, Instagram, uh, Understanding a Man. <laughs> Thank you for everybody who has. <laughs> I don't know.